Welcome to this latest edition of the Real Deal Podcast, episode 847, season 15 premiere. Uh, I'm your host, The Real Joel Quinn, on this beautiful Wednesday evening uh, as we discuss the world of sports and pop culture. Of course, we are going to look back at a eventful, to say the least, week one in the National Football League. As always, I'm joined by my partner, here, Robert Sapp, who I'm sure is giddy, uh, oh. coming off coming off the Thursday that he had last Thursday night. Mr. Sapp, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing wonderful, sir. Just wonderful, just wonderful. Sports life couldn't be better. Yes, you 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 are living a charmed football sports I'm life. In a good place. In a good uh, place. So, before we get to it, um, season fifteen. Of this podcast, of course, the original date, the original date back in that the, the podcast premiered on was 10-8-08, but I always move it up because of the football season. Makes sense to start when football starts. Uh, Mr. Sapp has been a part of how God knows how many episodes and yeah, I can't, I forgot what year you even started. Uh, you you and Chad as well, but at least it's been at least close to it, if not a decade, close to it. Uh, your thoughts on 15 years of the Real Deal podcast, the many names we went through. I mean, we, we, we've gone through, we've gone through a lot of different uh, iterate, not iteration, we've gone through a lot of different uh, um, topics, and all of them have been fantastic and great to talk about, but nothing is sweeter being here because in that entire time frame, I've never been able to talk about my Buffalo Bills and Super Bowl aspirations. So, even though I've been doing this for a long time, this is brand new territory. Yeah, no, you, you, this no, is couldn't, couldn't, couldn't be better. To start fifth, year fifteen off, season fifteen with uh, with with you, and then just and my teams as overwhelming Super Bowl favorites. <laughs> So life is as, good. Life is great for you. As always, we have uh started with our themes. For me, the theme for our, throughout week one was O-line play, and it's all about us. I will expound on that. It's all about what us later on. The offensive line play across the league is very concerning to me. Um, there are a lot of shaky offensive lines, especially some offensive lines who are offensive lines on teams who consider themselves contenders. We'll um, talk more about that. Um, let's begin with your Buffalo's Bills, uh, circling the wagons. Uh, they come out last Thursday. And <laughs> you, you know I got that from. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> A little throwback line. They come back out last Thursday, play their B-minus game, and simply dominate the world champion, reign, <laughs> excuse me, reigning Super Bowl champion, Los, An Los Angeles Rams. Uh, I have a few things to say, but you being the Buffalo Bills, my, uh, the Bills Mafia, the, the you know the stage is yours. What were your, what were your thoughts? Um, so I uh, I don't know. I like I, I want to actually. I if you want to start, please start because I have so much to say. So um, I'd be interested in hearing like your thoughts on my team because uh, it's just all gonna be pretty much glowing stuff. Yeah. So a couple things. Number one. Um, there was this 
narrative after the game, especially even into the weekend that was talking about, well, what's wrong with the Rams? And, you know, the Rams are off. Uh, I'm concerned about the Rams. Folks, let me let me tell you something. That game was not about the Rams, okay? It's not <laughs> the Rams are who we thought they were going to be. They are a very good team. They will be they will be in the playoffs. Um they gonna have they like 99. There's a reason why a team has not repeated since the Patriots, you know, 17 years ago. Teams don't repeat in, in this day and age for the NFL. It just doesn't happen. So I like I didn't get the whole panic button push on the, the, the Los Angeles Rams. It wasn't that game was not about the Rams. That game was about a team that is playing against another team in the NFL that we'll talk about later on in the, uh, yeah. in the conference. They're playing against them, but more importantly, they're playing against themselves. That's yeah. kind of connected to my theme. It's all about us. The Buffalo Bills are at that level where we love to see our sports teams as far as, even if they're not your team per se, that developing team that is on the doorstep of being a champion and we love to see how, how that if, if that team could could knock down the door, a la Bulls, Pistons, a la Pistons over the Celtics. We that if you're a pure sports fans, that that is what you live for. That that team that is on the come up, young, young, talented, all the pieces. Do they have the mental uh, fortitude, and do they have the toughness to to knock down that door? That 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 was a message game. That was a statement game. That was a game that was purely about the Buffalo Bills. It wasn't even about the Rams. I, I, I could care less about the Rams in that game, to be honest with you. I could absolutely care less about the Rams. Only, well, not I shouldn't say all the way because I was, obviously I, I got to give Buffalo their credit for defeating a, a quality team like the Rams. But you know what I mean? I, I'm, I was coming from a perspective of I was looking at the Buffalo Bills and how their approach, their, what they, the coaching, the execution, all the little things that I was trying to trying to see if this team is legitimate should be should this team legitimately be the Super Bowl favorites. And I got they crossed off all the boxes minus the four turnovers, which will have to get cleaned up. But all the boxes were crossed off. You had the you had the superstar quarterback. You are a well ran machine from an organizational standpoint from start to finish. You add the Von Miller impactful, Jameson Crowder impactful. Get uh, Cole Beasley, get the fuck out of here. Um, the running backs, they crossed off all the boxes. You can win in multiple ways. Uh, you can, you should have scored 40, but you can also, you know, they all, the Rams also didn't have, uh, didn't score, didn't score after halftime. So you hold the Rams to 243 yards, nine for 10 on third downs. And again, after, once you cleaned up the mistakes after at halftime, it was, it was like a man day. It was like the JV versus the varsity versus the JV. So, I was thoroughly impressed. The the rest of the league should minus Kansas City should be scared because that's the best. They are along with the Chiefs, the best team in football, pure and simple. That's it. That's one one A. However you want to put it, you want to put Kansas City first. Cool. They deserve it. Four straight AFC Championship appearances. Patrick Mahomes. We'll talk about that. But that the Buffalo Bills are the most complete team in football. So those are my thoughts. Um, I'm glad you went there with with the Chiefs. Um, because it's just so vividly clear. Like this, this is a clarity I haven't had in a very, very long time. It's so vividly clear to me that we're on a collision course with the Chiefs. That's it. 
It's like Dallas, San Francisco. I'm so glad you said that. You're reading my mind. Get out of my head. It is. It's Dallas, San Francisco in the '90s. It absolutely is. Um, you know, there will be other AFC teams that have thoughts about this, but um, uh, y'all can get out the way. It just, it just ain't gonna occur. It just ain't gonna occur. No. I, I watched my team, and I, I said to you, I said on the show that that you know, game one will tell the story. It's gonna tell me the story, um, and. Um, what, what I talk about checking all the boxes, everything I was looking for to seem to give me the confidence that this was a Super Bowl winning, uh, roster was, um, was checked, was checked off. And it is a very odd feeling as a Bills fan, as a longtime Bills fan to feel this confident is a very, very odd feeling. Um, I don't have any worries. I don't like we have an overwhelming amount of talent on our team, like an overwhelming amount of talent. Like you, you hit on some of the the big things, but um, you know, the evolution of Gabe Davis and, um, and, and Isaiah McKenzie as, um, as homegrown receivers um, just, just give like an arsenal of, of weapons. Um, Josh Allen is, is completely his offense, completely his show. He knows what's going on to a point where um, that next level progression can begin of where it is not about what defense he's playing. It's about how he can read it and getting enough time to read it. I'll give you, I'll give you one uh, just simple example of that, just being that, um, you know, like uh, there were so many cases where um, the obviously the game plan, particularly for the first half, was to get the call in as quick as possible to give Josh Allen the amount of time to survey the field and get the ball out of his hand as quick as possible because Aaron Donald's on the other side of that ball. But then it evolved a little bit more from that where. Um, he was uh, manipulating the entire defense and manipulating the way that the line blocked and where he was going to go in order to get the ball out of his hand, even with more time. It wasn't about the quickness of how it came out. It became about making the play that would give them the best opportunity to score. Um, And um, the next level of that is going to be the – complete control and mastery of the clock in the fourth quarter. Um, but that will come as the season, as the season uh, comes down. Um, but more impressively is just like, I, like I saw so many things in that game. So, so let me just stay on track in terms of like, just the, the things that I needed to, to see. Um, I was expecting Von Miller to dominate. I wanted to see it with my own eyes and it was even better than I could have envisioned. Um, more so uh, than his own personal performance, which overperformed what I was even expecting, um, but then his impact on the entire defensive line. Um, it was right there from the start, and it was just, oh, oh, this is this is going to be deadly <laughs> for Deans because it's not just him. Um, he's going to do what he does, but that rotation is so very, very deep and so very – 
comfortable in the in the system and then that also leads me to like what what it is that that i wanted to see was i wanted to see us hit the ground running um we are in a fortuitous position and this is how you know we're a well-run organization where we have the tools to get the job done um right off rip where as we've said for many years um the First few weeks of the regular season, I would say the first four, first month is um, is essentially the preseason. Teams are just figuring themselves out. That's why the offensive line play looks like this. That's why the turnovers look like this. That's why weird decisions are happening all over the place. Um, teams are just big. They're just trying to walk right now. Just trying right. to walk. Right. That's it. That's it. Um, that's the first month. And so when your team that knows who it is, knows what it's doing, has all the different things in place, you don't have to walk. You can start running and then get into flying, like almost almost in, in a few weeks. And that's, that's what I was looking to see from a coaching perspective and from an offensive defensive structure perspective um, that is just, that, that, that just makes me giddy. Um, the last thing, that well, um, the last thing that I wanted to see that I saw was um, a just being focused. That first game last year against Pittsburgh, um, we took it for granted, and it was obvious. It was obvious, and it haunted us the entire year. Um, and so I wanted to see that focus and not taking anything for granted. And the exhibit one and the only exhibit I needed to see in this where now I get to the things that I love, where um, as I transition things I love, um, both things occurred at the very end of the game. Um, and, and, and uh, you know, like I said, you know, if it was me, I think I said this to you, I don't think I said it on the show, if it was me as, as a motivator in that locker room, I'm playing 13 seconds on loop, just on loop all the time for the exact thing you can never, ever give an inch to the other team just never ever you just gotta prepare yourself like that it doesn't matter how horrible the team is. It doesn't matter what the score is you just cannot give an inch um that's the mentality we have to play with that's the championship mentality that's the that's what's going to get you a super bowl win um and so uh so um the two things that come to mind both at the very end of the game um, one was um, when Kansas, Kansas, when um, the Rams were driving at the very end of the game and looking to go in and score on BS time, BS score, all the things didn't matter, nothing, nothing, nothing. Um, Patting his stats, uh, just making it look a little bit better. Like that, that was that was the what the Rams are doing. And I the the camera panned over to to McVay and McVay was like. Like, I think is when they got inside the 20 um, and he just, he was just coaching inside, like different people going in and it was just, you could just see, it was like, no, nah, hell no, no, uh-uh, you're not just going to get this cheap score on us. Um, and he just, com- he not com- changed it, but, but the defensive intensity picked up and they did not score that on that drive. Um, couldn't have loved that even more. The other thing that I, I saw was the very last sack of Stafford. It didn't have anything to do with Stafford. Stafford was beat up and, and broken and bloody and all that stuff. Absolutely. But I watched the offensive line. And three of those five offensive linemen 
struggled to get up off the ground. And that's when it really hit me. I was like, oh, we're not only, we're not only talented, but we're also physical. Um, we didn't just get past them. We beat them up on the way to the quarterback. And that's next level. That's next level. As a defensive coordinator, um, you got to love that. And so um, when I put all that together, it just, it just equals complete and utter confidence in my team that we're going to be coached well on all three phases of the game. Special teams has a little bit of a ways to go. Did not love that punt out of bounds. Um, but uh, the kickoff out of bounds, whatever it was. Um, and so I think it was kickoff um, because the punt went in got them to the 45-yard line, got them their own score, but whatever. Um, so, uh, so um, you know, but all three phases of the game will be well coached. There, there's just no doubt, doubt in my mind on, on that. And then um, our the talent level matches the coaching. And when that happens, like, it's not only um, winning that happens, like that's that that's when dominance happens. That's when Super Bowls happen. That's when Hall of Fame level play happens. That's when historic things happen. Um, is when when all of those things come together. Um, and so you have focus, you have superior talent, and you have extremely effective coaching, all working in unison. Um there's nobody that can handle us. There's nobody that can handle us um, until we get to that, till we get to, um, I'll say their name, till we get to Kansas City. It just, it just is what it is. It just is what it is. They, they, we, that, that, that is, that's the cross to bear. That's the one, that's the hurdle. That's everything um, that, that is it. But, but what's different from last year to me was last year felt like it was about constructing a team to beat Kansas City, and we lost focus throughout the year. Just this is a team built to beat the hell out of everybody. Period. Whoever you are, um, I could not have more time. Yo, Tennessee is going to get it this week. <laughs> get it. And I've always been. I'm worried about Tennessee because they this week. play no, us weird no, and no, not this week. Get not it. this week. No, everybody's no. going to get it. Everybody's going to get it. Um, so I was thinking about it, like I was revisiting a record, like what I said, like, I don't know where the, I, I only see two losses and I have no clue where those two losses are going to come from because we're going to play well in those games. I think when we get beat, like there's, all, there's, always, up, there's always one. Yeah. yeah and then game. there's one weird game, yeah, um, yeah. that, that I just can't account yeah. for, but we're too good. We're just too good. We're too good. All those, it doesn't matter. All those national television games. We're going to smoke teams. We're going to smoke them. Like speaking, well, speak, speaking of the schedule. Oh, anyway, way, I, I could not be more confident. In my speaking team. of the schedule, the schedule sets up very well for you the first, uh, the first month because you're only gonna, you're only going to have uh, five games in 51 days. So the schedule really sets up with you nice in terms of rest. And but you know, of course, then that bounces out because you have 11 games in 11 weeks at the end of the season. But I think the schedule uh, getting off to that quick start and having guys rested uh the bye week comes at a relatively good time so no i completely agree with you the team is like i said they deserve to be super bowl favorites 
and uh, I will be I, I will be watching. And I just and, love that they knew it was a message game as well. Yeah, no, they had it. No, they they took it care just, of their business. They just, took care of business. Yeah, no, they handled just, they handled their business. Just all the things. No, they handled their business. All the good. I, I will be watching every game, every Buffalo Bill game. So, be a fun team to watch. Uh, game of the week. Um, this was a wild game. Uh, there's always one just insane game in week one due to all the factors that we mentioned with the offensive line and teams not guys don't practice in the preseason injuries all that you know all that shit so this was Bengals Steelers this was uh Steelers come on uh come out on top in overtime um this was one of those games where you know Joe Burrow is one of those you know mama said there would be days like this games for Joe Burrow he was awful uh give now give the Steelers defense credit they still have some players on that defense. We all know. Uh, before he got hurt, T.J. Watt was just destroying people. Like he was all over the place. Making for Pat Fitzpatrick. We'll talk more about him later in the program. He was all over the place. Uh, so give us to his credit. We know that they have some players on that defense, and we mentioned this <laughs> during um, the previews. The Steelers are going to fight. They're not like they're not going to roll over. Tomlin is too good, too great of a coach for that. This is a divisional game, week one. Uh, I'm not overreacting to Cincinnati uh, from that standpoint, but give the Steelers credit. Um, the kicker makes, makes a big-time kick after missing, the 50, after missing uh, I think he missed like 55-yarder. And Boswell is a very underrated kicker, by the way. He's, a, he's, a, he's been a big-time kicker for years, very underrated um, to, amongst the elite kickers in the league, that, a guy that you trust in the big spot for sure. Um, what, are your thought, what are your thoughts on this game? Yeah, this is definitely a weird one. This is a weird game. Um, I, I mean, like, look, my my total expectation was for the Bengals to backslide. And I've said that numerous times. So right. the end result doesn't necessarily surprise me. i just surprised with how it went down. Um, and then to your point, if you are the Bengals, you're particularly worried because so much you gave so much attention to that offensive line. Right. It's one thing when it's just a problem. It's just a problem gelling, and you're going to get it together over the first few weeks, and just like it's just about getting the system together. But it's another thing when you invested heavily. You knew it was a problem. Yep. Invested heavily in it, and then coached about it, thought about it, um, problem solved it. You know, you spent all time and energy on this one area, and it is still the biggest glaring weakness. That's a problem. You're worried. You're worried. You're worried. They treated um, Burrow like a pinata that yeah, entire no, game. He was running um, for his life. That's he, problematic. Yeah. That That is just problematic. It's just problematic. It can't happen. It can't happen. It just can't happen. That's what it just can't happen. It just can't. You can have bad weapons off, the, like, you can have horrible skill position weapons. Um, with with a Pro Bowl quarterback and hope for the best, and that can look ugly and wonky and 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 will ultimately get you beat, absolutely. But you don't lose your starting quarterback in in the process of that, um, in most cases. But you are you are putting him in harm's way when you have an ineffective offensive line. You're just putting him in the direct line of fire, and there's only so many shots he can take. No, I mean we saw that. We know, we know, we saw that we know. with uh, Andrew Luck. We just know. So, yeah, we just yeah. know. Yeah. We just know it. There's only so many shots you can take, and so, um, 
that that's that's their entire story this year. It doesn't matter what they do in defense. It doesn't matter the offensive skill position. It just doesn't matter. Everything has to be about that offensive line. Yep. Everything has to be. You keep all the backs, receivers coming. Everybody block. Everybody block. Nobody run around. Nothing. Nothing <laughs> happens that we can prove. We can keep our quarterback upright. I mean, it's just it's just that simple. And until that is no longer an issue, you cannot take the Bengals seriously. No. As no. you said, with the Steelers, they will fight. They will yeah. fight. And they, yeah, they, have, they have good players on They have good players on year, The entire year. T.J. Watt, torn pectoral muscle, that's a tough beat. That's yeah. a tough beat. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. an absolute tough beat. Um, and we'll, we'll, so, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll get to that uh, late, <laughs> later so on. So maybe, honestly, that might be something that just saves the Steelers for themselves. They might just need to be bad for you. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a great point. You know, right? it just that's might say you know, it's well, yeah, here's the thing. I'm not listen, they, still, they still have Mr. Trubisky playing quarterback. I'm not buying any Steelers stock stock at all. No, 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 no. no. Nobody's talking about buying stock. I'm just talking about be really bad. So they be, be horrible back. so you can get it in the next quarterback. Yeah, yeah nobody, yeah. nobody, nobody's buying yeah. Steelers stock. They'll fight, but that yeah. is, you know, they'll fight. Yeah. Like, but well, whatever. What does that mean? Um, you know, like, like so, so that it. Could have been a middling draft pick, and so like maybe just a decimated defense will the decimated their strength. Um, a decimated defense, which is their strength, will give them permission to just be like, you know what, we got packed in this year. Yep, yep. Let's get the let's get everybody young. Let's get them experience. Let's do all the things that we hate to do as a Steelers organization because it's just not. We just don't have the we just don't have the horses. We just don't have the horses to compete at a high level. Um, so. So let's go around the league a little bit. A couple of games of note. Uh, <laughs> Packers Vikings. This was a one sided game. It uh, from the start. Um, you have uh, Christian Watson dropping a 75 yard touchdown pass. He didn't get targeted again to the fourth quarter. Like Packers, like a lot of like a few teams around the league could not block. Aaron Rodgers is running for his life. Um, on the other hand, Justin Jefferson, I don't quite get what the defensive strategy was against one of the best receivers in football, along, certainly the best young receiver along with Jamar Chase from Cincinnati. Uh, what bothered me, again, I wasn't really surprised by this result in terms of Minnesota winning. Division, you know, home game, first game of the season. We saw Green Bay get spanked last year by, by the Saints. I think Green Bay will be fine. Uh, I'm not overreacting, but I was annoyed from a standpoint of during the game, the commentators were like, well, you have this top corner on your team named Jair Alexander. Why is he not covering Justin Jefferson? And then, you know, they say, well, the defensive coordinator, Joe Barry says, well, it's kind of complicated because, you know, they move their receivers and motion, all this bullshit. I'm like, your job as a defensive guy, coordinator, you have a whole offseason prepared for this game, right? You have a top-flight quarterback. Your job is to make design schemes to have him on their best guy. I, I don't think it's that complicated, to be honest with you. Like, I, I just don't. Like, what, what are we doing here? Like, he's your, you have him. Like, if I have a Jalen Ramsey or, J, or a Jair Alexander, I want them on the t- number one receiver. That's why we, that's why they are, they are who they are, all pro caliber quarterback. So, that annoyed me from that standpoint, from a Packers standpoint. But we know, listen, Packers have some injuries on the offensive line going in. Um, you know, the receiver thing is going to be a work in progress. We'll see. You know, we'll see what what happens with that. 
Uh, they you know didn't run the ball quite enough for my liking, but overall, you know, give the Vikings credit. Um, they if they wanted to be taken seriously as a contender in a division, that was a game that they had to have. What are your thoughts on this game? Problematic. So you you're not my announcer. Irritation was um they kept talking about the the receivers being young, right? And uh and Rogers impatience, but he has to be patient. Everything right there, and I think that told the story, and that's going to tell the story of the entire season. And this is what I was talking about when I made that Brett Favre comparison. You can want to run the ball all you want to. Right. Offensive philosophy wise, but that guy back there is not used to that. He's not used to not being the guy, not being the reason. And so, um, that is going to be the tension of the offense all year long. Those receivers will not be able to catch up to him. It is impossible. Right. Yep. He has to slow down for them and make the game easier for them. Yep. So, as of week one, Green Bay concerns me. I'm for the first time in a long time. I'm concerned about them. I I think that they. I I believe that they're gonna have to make a, tr- a trade for a receiver. That's my that for in the trade deadline. That's 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 my thought. I don't know if that saves them, but I do not disagree with that. I, no, I, I'm not saying it's gonna save them. I'm saying that they're gonna be that that's gonna be their predicament. Like they're gonna eventually have to get a guy, get somebody in there that's can be can somewhat concern the defense. Because right now, if I'm a defense guard, <laughs> defensive coordinator, none of those guys, even they get Lazard back, none of those guys can, can even concern me. Like the only guy that really somewhat concerns me is Tunyon. That's it. Or Aaron Jones catching Aaron Jones out the backfield catching balls. Man, none, those receivers that they have, none of those guys concern me. Nah. None of them at all. At nah. all. At all. So that'd be pretty special in that in that space, like a Gronk or a Marshall Falk. Like being a matchup nightmare back there for that to be centerpieces of your offense. Right. No, 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 no. I'm saying no, exactly. Yeah. No, that's my that's point. Like, yeah, like, yeah, you gotta have like Gronk, Aaron. So those man, are your no, those are your best options. Yeah, you got pop. No, they just no. Pop. They have they have some is they have some major issues from that standpoint. Um Chargers, Vegas is not not the round, so maybe a little typo there. Chargers, Vegas, good win for the Chargers. Any win you get in that AFC West is like gold. So Good start for them, 24-19. They controlled the game from basically the start to the finish. The game <coughs> the game was not as close as the score indicated. Khalil Mack uh, made his debut with a, in a big way, dominating the game. Uh, you see some of that Charger defense uh, flat, you know, uh, show up in a big way, really controlling David, uh, controlling uh, Carr. Derek Carr, you see uh, Justin Herbert doing, you know, doing what he does. And, again, any, you know, it was a home game, but we know that the Rams and Chargers don't have the greatest home field advantage, uh, despite the new stadium. But any win in that AFC West division is like gold. What are your thoughts on this on this contest? Yeah, I mean, like this, this, uh, this lets me know that the like the Chargers, at least of right now, the way that we kind of saw this season going is the way that it's going to go. Like, they are, they are for real. They're for real. Um, You know, like, that, that is the one caveat to what I'm talking about in terms of the Chiefs um, and Bills um, uh, collision course. The only other team that I see standing in that way for either of the teams 
um, are the Chargers. Um, you know that yeah, they, have, they that, have the talent. They if, have the talent. If, to make if, that. if if Khalil Mack and Bosa that's scary and stay healthy the entire year it's terrifying well look, it's look not at scary it's look, terrifying look at their defensive talent they're unblockable those two and then you have Derwin James and Samuel in, and then J- and JC Jackson in the backfield in the yeah, uh, that's what I'm talking about last year. I mean like they're 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 locked and they're loaded and so um they they're not they're not quite in the rhythm the Bills and the Chiefs are right now, but um you can see it. You can see it. Herbert is not special. Burrow. Special. He's no, ahead special. of him. He's special. Like no. in his development. So he's there. Yeah. They have confidence in their offensive system and what they're doing. Um, so all of that, all of that is there. And um they have talent all over the field, offensively and defensively. Um, all the pieces are there. All the yep. pieces are there. Yep. Um, they, they, that, like you said, that was a that was a workman week one win against a division rival. A good team at that. Um, so, good team. Yeah, exactly. So, um, you are one hundred percent satisfied with that win. You're 100% satisfied with that win. Did it look perfect? No, not absolutely not. Most week one games will not look and feel good, but that is a quality, quality early season win, Um, especially given that you played the Chiefs in week two. And like you said, you can't go down 0-2 in the division. No. You just can't. Not in that division. division. No. um, Especially with the G, like the Chargers had to win that game, and they played, they played, they played a game that it was like, nope, we gotta win this. We're not, we're not playing around here. No, no games is being played. And even though um, there were some bright spots for Oakland, um, the Chargers, talent wise, are just better. Like week one. Really, like it cleared up the AFC West. It really did. It cleared it up pretty much off the bat. Um, where uh, Kansas City is just gonna roll, and there, you know, I was hoping there would be some, uh, some figuring things out, but I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it's whistling in the wind. Reed and Patrick Mahomes are in sync they figured it out it's just it is what it is like they did that so they're number one the chargers talent wise organ i mean coach instruction like they they're they're there they just gotta they're there i i think there are a few heartbreaks away um uh from where they need to be they gotta they gotta get those playoff reps but 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 you know ta- i mean talent yeah all the things are there all the things are there and then and then the 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 Raiders um are are a good football team, but they they are challenging um they are challenging to buy into because their play is just so inconsistent. They're, they're, they're they're enigma. They're gonna be the enigma of that division. Them and Denver. So I think they have 
they have they have flash talent, but they don't have consistent talent. Right. That that is my overarching thought process on them after after week one. Um, after week one win. But with that being said, you know they're they're gonna be they're gonna be a hard fought victory for every for every team. So um, you know they're they're no pushovers. But I do think. The like we said, every team believes they can win the Super Bowl in that division. I now think two teams truly believe that in that division. The other two don't believe that anymore. They they got a lot of work to do before they can get to belief. Reality hit them square in the mouth, and the Raiders got hit square in the mouth by a division rifle. So that makes it even harder. Dallas Tampa Bay. Uh, this was simply just a methodical ass whooping um Tampa Bay uh just smothered Dallas um I again everybody knows how I hate Dallas I, I enjoyed this to a T every minute of it every second of it it was just beautiful uh to be honest with you coming into the season we knew Dallas was not in the same class as those Super Bowl contenders I thought that they were not even weren't even as good as they were last year. The offensive line is has taken a step back. They got some people injured on the on the receiving core, which, which they will get back. But even still, that that's very shaky. Uh, defensively, actually, they actually played relatively well. Couldn't stop the run, but at a certain point, you know, if your offense is giving you nothing, you're gonna break. You're, you're gonna just break down, which happens. And then we know Dallas' defense is built on speed anyway. So Tampa Bay was like, okay. Tom is not great right now. He'll learn working his way into the season. We're going to pound you with Fournette. We know the offensive line is having trouble blocking Michael Parsons. We'll just run the ball down your throat and and take our and, and, and leave it to our defense because we know you basically can't cross midfield, basically have nothing on the outside. So give Ty Bowles credit from that standpoint. Um, from that standpoint, and again, you had this was uh, heavyweight versus uh, middleweight. Um, they, these teams are not in the same class. Tampa Bay just simply just dominated this game and uh, took care of business. Uh, what were your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, like, everything I agree with you, um, Dallas, goodbye. Like, they, there's not even, like, a big reason to talk about them, to be honest with you. Um, so, Dallas, goodbye. Um, I, I was more analyzing this from the Tampa Bay perspective, and am I worried about them? Um, I'm not worried about them because – that what they're relying on is is um their technical proficiency as a veteran team yeah which will get you victories against sloppy ass teams um but not uber talented teams so um i i think like you said like it it was it was a it was a game plan that was specifically designed to beat the Dallas Cowboys in this in week 1 of the season and they executed that game plan very well as they would and um dallas reacted very poorly um the big hit for them is uh is um what's the quarterback's name uh, prescott thank you dak prescott <laughs> um and and so like i hear that the escalator he'll be back like whatever none of that matters honestly none of it matters um, because even if he rushes his way back, what it won't be. It it just. Well, I mean, listen. Here's the thing. They 
that no one no one's running away with that division. So they're not gonna be out that division. But big picture, sure, they're, sure, not, sure, sure. they're not going anywhere. So right, we, exactly. Yeah. Sure, sure. If, if, if we even just if he got out, even if he wouldn't have got hurt. If we're just talking about winning the NFC East, which is a conversation that makes me sick. Sure, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Fine. Win yeah. the NFC East. Yeah. Do not care. Yeah. Um at all. My my thing was could Dallas be like a, a national threat? Could they be could they be, you know, everything? No, they'll just be a talking point to boost ratings. And yeah. That that's like fine. they have been the last twenty five years, and then I I will I I think in this season will be an even tougher hit. So um, I I just get to sit back and well, enjoy. Here, here's the thing: this is this is going to begin. I the Sean Payton watch is going to begin. The Sean this is going. The Sean Payton watch will begin. Uh, sooner than probably later. That's 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 why. And the place of Payton to go where I'm not concerned. That's one. Yeah. No. Yeah, go to the end. Enjoy, no. That. Enjoy no. that experience. Yeah. Um uh yeah, Mike McCarthy. You ain't signed up for this, homie. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's gonna be a rough season for you. Yeah. All no. your little blunders, and you don't yeah, it's gonna be rough. Yeah, Dallas yeah. gonna struggle this year. No. Struggle. They have a lot, lot of holes. A lot of holes. Man, this, this is Merry Christmas for you. This is this. Oh, is, oh I'm gonna love it. I'm gonna love this, this every is, get, get single. Your, oh my get, saying, get your popcorn ready. Get, get your popcorn, popcorn yes, ready. Please get it ready. I'm I'm gonna love every single week to week. Moment. Week to week. Every single moment. Getting back to Tampa, a team that actually matters. Um, as long as number twelve is upright, they're good. The NFC is not that. The NFC is is not strong. They know how to win. Um. Tampa will be fine. Now, you know, like we'll we'll see what happens if they get to the Super Bowl. That's 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 the long. That's miles miles away. But Tampa Tampa's fine. Um, you know, they'll tweak the offensive line. I'm sure they'll be in the mix for they they have to be in the mix for, for some offensive line help. We know they're hurt there. We know that the offensive line is not great. But again, they know how to win. The coaching knows how to adjust to situation. You know. To game situations, in game change, like in game movement, stuff like that. That that I was very impressed with the preparation, and very impressed. Like it's great when a black when a black coach has an actual guy who knows how to play quarterback. I I I, I we kind of see what happens. You know, Tony Junji with Peyton Manning, they kind of do their thing when they have the actual quarterback who can who is competent. So, um, and get another chance, of course. So I think Tampa. Right now, you know, uh, class of the NFC, as long as number twelve is upright, um, they'll they'll they're fine. They're fine. I was very impressed with the defense. Not and again, Dallas' offense is pedestrian, but their defense, they have some. You know, those linebackers are are the truth. The secondary is the second is tremendous. Um, who won the week? Uh, for me, the Kansas City Chiefs won the week. As impressive as Buffalo was. The Chiefs kind of said, "You know what? We are, we are, we, our name is our name. We are who we are. So, we still got that guy, number fifteen. We still have the dude, the best offensive mind in football, in Andy Reid. And this is what we do. Just like Buffalo's game was a message game and a statement game, that Kansas City game against Arizona, 44-21, was a absolute." Message game to not the not just only the AFC but to the rest of the league. We're still, we're still here. We've been we've been the preeminent franchise over the last five years. 
We've been to four AFC championships, couple Super Bowls. Yes, we only have one, but guess what? We are this. You got to. You have to go through us. Um, Patrick Mahomes couldn't play. Couldn't have played better in the first half. Before you, before you blinked, it was you know fourteen nothing, and, and Arizona had no chance in this game uh, whatsoever. Again, the game was a clinic. How they, you, I, I love some of the stuff that they're doing with like the three tight ends. Some of the sets they they were running, they ran, they got back to the power football, running the ball. Um, it was a, it was a just a masterpiece of an offensive performance to watch. Vintage Kansas City Chiefs, and. Again, to your point, at the beginning of the podcast, we are absolutely on a collision course for Kansas City Buffalo. Uh, what were your thoughts on the Chiefs? Um, I mean, I alluded to some of the thoughts. I mean, like, like, uh, you know, like, it's just quite simply, Reed is a off is the offensive genius of a general i mean he's he's just an offensive mind of a generation you just he's a savant he's a savant obviously he is and he has his perfect quarterback i mean he's perfect it's just perfect um you know like i was making a comment after after um at work i was just like patrick mahomes 405 td games are like the old school 303 td games like it's nothing he throws five tds Hello? I'm, I'm still here. Okay. Still here. All right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, he, throw, he throws five TDs like it's, it's nothing. It just, it just, it, they're just so very good. <laughs> just, they're a machine offensively and they present all the problems. Patrick Mahomes is a monster and just, it just, it, it, it is, it is, there's nothing left to say, but just to, like you said, it's just, it, Kansas City will always be a problem as long as Patrick Mahomes is playing quarterback for them. They so always be a problem. Here's the thing. Um, with that, uh, with that being said, um, you know, like like uh the their Achilles heel will be um whenever they feel like they go into that Golden State Warrior mode. They right. whenever they feel just uber confident. That's when mistakes can happen, um, and that's when they can uh, let the, like take their gas, their foot off the gas pedal a little bit. But other than that, the offense is just so overwhelmingly a machine that um, you know the defense doesn't have to do a whole ton um, to to stay there. It, the only thing that the, I mean, like, so Kansas City's very good. <laughs> like that, that is, that is the, that is the, that's the definitive statement. Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes are both savants. It's, it's psychotic how good they are. I mean, how easy they make it look. Um, and, uh, you know, the defense will come around as defense normally comes around. Um, for them, it's just paying attention to those times when they feel really confident and taking their foot off the gas pedal. Other than that, when they want to beat you, they can absolutely destroy you. Um, and so that that puts the fear of God in most teams. And so um, you you have to have 
an offense that can counterpunch with them. You just have to. It is a, it is a must. It's an absolute must. Um, and, uh, you know, Arizona didn't have anything resembling an offense that could counterpunch. The thing I know is about that. They were dead too. before they stepped on the field. They yeah, no, it was, no, it was, yeah, it was the fight. It was like, yeah, like an old they, like, they didn't fight. Yeah. They didn't even know. They no. were dead before. They, they were dead, yeah, no, it was over before it started. The thing about it, the thing about the game that jumped out to me as well was, and we saw this last year with Kansas City, the opposite, the lack of patience. They were very patient in that game, offensively, matriculate the ball, to use the old Hank Stram term, down the field. Like, they, it wasn't That's like... That's the reason not- you get rid of Tyreek Hill. You want to restructure the way that you saw that defenses were gearing yep. Yep. to they not were, let yep. you go they the saw, top. Yep. You said, okay, we're yep. going to lean into that. Yep. Ran the football. I know. just was hoping it would take them a while. Yeah. Did not. Like, not even a little bit. <laughs> at all. No, no. So... Yeah, the, that team is. Yeah, they are. They, that's. I mean, this is who they are. This, like, like you said, you got Reed Mahomes, one of the best offensive lines in the league, uh, and yeah, and they they can do whatever they want. They they really can. Um, biggest disappointment I had a two. I had two in particular. Um, Forty ers to and I listen. I understand the weather was horrible in Chicago, but. There was a point in that game before that was up seven nothing where I said the Bears are not going to score. That's how bad the Bears offense looked. Uh uh Trey not Lance. Trey not Trey Lance, but I forgot the bit. I, I didn't forget blanked out on the Bears quarterback. Makes one crazy play and the floodgates open to that was just an embarrassing performance for San Francisco. Just embarrassing. Chicago's not any good. And like Chicago shouldn't have been able to cross mid head. Like Chicago shouldn't have been able to score three points on that defense. Like San Francisco still has a top defense. Um Justin Fields. That's that's the, the better quarterback. He made made that one crazy play uh where he threw basically a ball that I thought was gonna be an interception where he he's running near the sidelines and throws across his body and the receiver was wide open. That's when it was like, okay, now you gave this team life. And that that they the Bears never looked back. Um, give the Bears the offense credit from standpoint of coaching. Thirty seven, only seventeen passes and thirty seven runs. Okay, so they know they like. Okay, we we're gonna protect you from that standpoint. Um, but that was just a dreadful performance. And I'm, I'm gonna tell you one thing. I watched watching that game, and this is not a overreaction. Garofalo by week three. Garofalo will be in there by week three. Trey Lance is not ready to start for an NFL team right now. He's not. He's not. That's it. He's not. Like, I don't know what type of quarterback Trey Lance will be in the future. In 2022, he is not a NFL starting quarterback, period. Period. And that team, they, you know, I read an article, Dre Glazer reported, and this, this is troublesome too. I don't know if you heard about this. Dre Glazer reported that the coaching staff had to go to like 15 veteran players in the locker room and say, hey, if things get a little rough, uh, make sure you, you know, stick with Trey. You know, Trey's our guy. Make sure you, you know, don't, you know, let's 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 not jump ship, so to speak. So, like one of those. I'm like, if you actually believe in Trey Lance, would you have to go and to your veteran players and and say something like that? That that I mean, that to me, when I heard that report, yeah. like I was like, this is not like you don't they you you don't believe in Trey Lance. Like they don't believe in Trey Lance. So I tell, I didn't even need that. Re- I didn't need that report. They no, you did. No, me. yeah. They yeah, signed um, Garoppolo, Garoppolo to what yeah. you did. 
They sign into one year. Like, you don't do that if you have faith in the next guy. You don't bring your, um, your, the quarterback that started for you for years and brought you to playoff success. You don't bring him back if you're like, we're ready to move on to the next thing. You don't. It just, it just, like that screen, like we, we, we're not sure this guy and he's going to have a short, short hook that just screened that. And so, um, yep, it makes sense. And, um, you know, this, this, I don't know who to worry about. Not, we, we, we talk, I don't, Arizona 72, I have no clue to worry about more. They both no, worry. No, I don't. Worry. I both don't, of them. I don't just worry. worry. I don't trust either one of them. You're right. I That's don't. it. Just worry. Just concern all over the place. Yeah, concern. I, I don't. Just concern. I don't. That was that. Like I, I normally don't overreact to week one, but that was a that 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 was a dreadful performance. Dreadful performance. Uh, like yeah, you, the, the Bears are awful. The Bears are awful. Oh my goodness, bad. the Bears are bad. The Bears are so bad. There's no way. Like I said, they should with that with the defense San Francisco has the Bears should not be able to score barely three more than ten points. Like no. Um, it's just a horrible loss. It's horrible. It's a horrible loss. It's, horrible. it's a horrible loss. It's just a horrible loss. They, um, Nathaniel, no Hackett, Nathaniel Hackett, of course, had a rough debut for Seattle for uh, Denver. Uh, not so much in losing the game, which it was a bad loss. It was a bad loss, but just it was insane. It was, it was insane. Bad, but it was how, insane. I, I don't. I don't. Like, it was insane. But, it was insane. It's like you've never watched football ever. It's like, dude, so what is, what is, I what? Have, hold on. I have when, when all of us are collectively just going, what are you doing? And you're the <laughs> coach of the team. What is going on? So, Why do no, I know more than you? If you didn't, That's if not you didn't, a thing. Look, the friends who didn't, for the, for the people who didn't see, no, see the game. You lost your mind. That is fourth, like, so that, fourth and five. it's always so surprising when professional athletes and professional oh. coach, when they for real have a mental breakdown. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Fourth five. Fourth, Fourth and five, two timeouts. You attempt a sixty-four yard field goal with a with a kicker not named. I know the kicker's a big time. It doesn't kicker. matter. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter it, no. it doesn't with, matter. With it a kicker not matter. named Justin Tucker, and it, you have Russell it literally Wilson. doesn't matter. So it was one of those. Even it was so bad. It, here's how bad it was. Even after the game, he said. Even after the game, uh, a day later, maybe he, he didn't say it directly after the game, but a day later, he was like, "Yeah, I, I, you know, I should have." Uh, should have put the ball in Russell's hands. Uh, duh. Yeah, yeah. You like, That's how bad it was. Coaches never come out. I, rarely a coaches in any sport ever come out and say they fucked up, uh, even even with a bowhead play. That's how bad it was. Like I, I, like, I can count on a half a hand how many coaches have came out to knock themselves at, even after a bowhead play. So that's how bad the decision was. It was it, so it was like what, what it was like. What am I watching here? Like did he just what he did what. So my thing is this, and I know Russell Wilson said all the great right things. He's a leader. All the right things after afterwards, saying, "Hey, you know, I agree with the decision or check whatever." Yeah, me and, yeah. Me, and me and Nathaniel Hackett. If I'm Russell Wilson, had to have a conversation yeah, of after that game. Of course, like we like what? Like you, you're we, having that, all the words. <laughs> like what? In the locker room. Yeah. By closed doors, me and you. No, we have we have to have a conversation. Like let's get let's put because all the coach would have a conversation with you if you just just lost your mind like that. <laughs> it's just that's it's like for me when Josh Allen threw that ball up in the air, like what is even going on? What is happening? A sixty-four yard field goal. What is happening? <laughs> you lost. You just you just it's just, it's, <laughs> it's, it's so 
it's just always so weird when it's just like he he i mean like we use the word choke all those things and when it for like for real just no no way like when it's just so obvious and just right there like it just is always just throws you off like well you're professional they pay yeah. you to do this yeah, job. They pay you. you have trained for years. Like you've done all the things. Like <laughs> what? And that's how you just know. It's just like, yo, he just panicked and just. Oh my goodness! Went yeah. crazy. It just yeah. went crazy. There just there's no logical reason. Yeah. There's nothing. There's yeah. no logical reasoning. And the thing about it, I'm trying to like. I wasn't defending, no, but no I'm like, I was like, no. yo, they had, I was like, maybe they have no timeouts. They had two timeouts. No, it's just no logical reason. He just, he just went crazy. Yeah. Like, no. They had two timeouts. Like, come on, you had two timeouts. Like, what, what, what are we doing here? What are we, that was like a, that was like a J.R. Smith drawing the ball out. I'm like, man, like, yeah, it's just one. It's just like, what, what, what? <laughs> Yo, oh man. So yeah. Um I still like Denver's team. Like I like their talent. I like I like I, I like their talent a lot. Now Russell Wilson played well. Um mm-hmm. threw the ball well. They again they had listen, they they were bad in the red zone, had the two red zone turnovers. That's 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 you know, continuity, getting to know each that's that's things of that nature. And and if you're gonna lose a game. They lost. It was out of conference, out of division. So, you know, if there's this such thing as a good loss, again, I see they should beat Seattle, but out of conference, out of division, you you can somewhat live with that. But you what you can't live with is your coach just losing his mind. That that one, that's not a good omen for the season. When the game nah. when the games get bigger. <laughs> well, I've never listen, I didn't I mean, like look, his, I didn't look. I didn't like his father, Paul Hackett. So I'm well, not I, I mean, uh, Anything uh, hacking, I don't like. No, I don't want to. Uh, the the hackers in pro football have, have not been good. Going, in. I mean, like I, I think like, like as you was talking, I was thinking about like when uh, my head coach started Nathan Peterman. I wanted him fired immediately um, after that disaster. You know, so so I say that to say like these moments happen, not uh, like this in every case but moments happen and of course his career is not written it just it just began so you have that but what this does let me know is that um you know i i'm not worried about them at no. all like not no. Not no, as a Super Bowl contender, no. he's going to get better but it's going to take years yeah get to get yep. to a certain level um and you know that that's the best you can hope for. Yep. Because yep. otherwise, he's going to be the thing that that uh, keeps your team from winning. Yep. And then that that will be problematic. Yes. Uh, Once is a is a was it? What's the saying? Once is a accident. Two is a trend. There you go. Yeah. There you go. This uh, happens again. It's yeah. a big problem. Yeah. No. Right now is- we can just chalk it up to he lost his mind in this yep. moment. Panic, he choked all the first, things. First, first coaching all first game things. of his career, all the coaching head coach. Yep. All the things. On the road, yep. up, but this can never happen again. No, this can never happen Never, ever happen again. Uh, we covered this with the injuries at White and Prescott. Um, stock up, stock down. So I had stock up 
and I got I got to watch this like in person, basically. Well, not at the game, but you know, I was zeroed in because they were playing my team. Trevor Lawrence is going is going to be a monster. Um, I was beyond impressed with just the poise, whatever that it factor that the great quarterbacks have. He has it. I like he was running for his life a lot made on many downs and he and he has nothing around him there's no like no talent no talent around him and he almost beat us by himself uh again it might not have with doug peterson if he ever gets any credible structure or foundation within that franchise he is going to be a major problem a major problem he has all the intangibles everything that I that you were one in a franchise great quarterback. I I I couldn't be beyond more impressed with a quarterback who lost the game than I was with Trevor Lawrence. I really I really was. Um, Minka Fitzpatrick was all over the place. I mean, you can't play a better game. You block the potential game with an extra point, fourteen tackles, the pick six. Um, came off a bad year last year, but he was just he just I mean he dominated that game. Like he basically won that game. Uh, for uh, Pittsburgh, so that was I. Uh, that's who I had for stock up. What, what, what was yours for, uh, for stock up? Um, I think like, do you want me to respond to these or sure? You can respond. You and both. Yeah, you both. Yeah. No, no. I mean, like, I, I think like I'm no, I'm nowhere near as high on Trevor Lawrence as you at all. Minka Fitzpatrick is is an absolute is an absolute beast. Um, so, I mean, like, I would say the things that that really, really impressed me, um, of course, it's like stock up on uh, Kansas City and on Buffalo. I'm in a Super Bowl state yep. of mind. And so all yep. things that aren't about that don't really concern me like that. Um, so um, I'm on a huge stock up on those teams. And then um, like the ones that we talked about, like team wise, you know, like stock down. Uh, big time on Denver and stock down um, big time on the Dallas Cowboys. Um, and particularly um, if, if I wanted to like relate it to like the injury, the injury conversation, it would just be like, um, you know, stock down on TJ Watt, stock down on Dak Prescott, two major contributors to their team that are going to equal to their teams losing a lot of games. And so then, then, um, then what that what that in in the entails does is like where I wasn't as high on the Eagles. Now my stock has to go up on the Eagles by virtue of Dallas just going to completely bottom out. In my opinion, mm, that's a good one. Struggle. That's a good. One. Um, and then um, and then stock has to go up on um, on the uh, Baltimore Ravens. Um, just by default, I think their division is going to be wonky and they'll be in a really, really good position to be even more successful than I think even I anticipated in, in picking them as division division um, winners. They didn't look amazing in their, in their first game, but, um, but by de facto that division, I think they're just going to have a much easier time. Than, than even than even we thought about because I think Pittsburgh uh, is really really going to struggle this year. Stock down uh, the New England Patriots. Let me let me give you this and because they they got manhandled of course by Miami twenty seven. It could it should have been even worse actually. Um, let me read you the, a Bella, the Belichick quote. It really was a pretty even game. Belichick insisted two big plays, fourteen points that really skewed the game. Moved the ball, couldn't get enough points. <laughs> 
we yeah. got into the territory six, seven times, whatever it was, only had seven points. Yeah. Got to do a better job of finishing. Defensively mm-hmm. gave up a big play there at the end of the half and a couple of field goals. But still, we got to play on third down and get the ball back at the end of the game. Not good enough thing. Not good enough things to win. A couple of bad plays really hurt us. <laughs> yep, all accurate, all accurate, and you lost. Things no, aren't this- as cute when you don't got Tom Brady. This just not as cute. So sure, sure, yep, all those things are accurate, and you got your ass whooped. So Merry Christmas for being able to accurately diagnose why you got your ass kicked. Good for you, Bill. Good for you. Oh man. Yep. Uh-huh. Yep. Now it's just it's just shoe on other foot and it's it's glorious. It's glorious. Oh it goodness. None none of it none of it works when you don't have time Brady. No. Nope. None of it works. <laughs> All the things that used to be like, oh but uh, none of it works. None of it works. So you keep on doing you, Bill. You just keep on doing you. Um, before we all let you go, you want to, uh, first of all, let me, let me comment on, um, something I, on the scheduling, just, um, a scheduling, just some, a game that should not have been scheduled tomorrow. That, that Charger Kansas City game should not be a Thursday night game. Like I, I'm just, that, that is a Sunday night, uh, four or 425 sun, uh, Sunday afternoon late game. That, that game should not be Thursday night. Like it's too, it's too good of a game. It's too good of a game Thursday night. So I had a little issue with that. But we'll look forward to the game. Uh, Kansas City's kickers out is out. Buckner, whatever, you know, whatever. I mean, that could be that could play. I, I, it, it, could. Not a close game. it could play a, a close. Uh, it could. could. Play. And Keenan Allen, more importantly, is out for, uh, for uh, the Chargers. That right. that will play a role. I guarantee you, because he Keenan Allen is a Pro Bowl caliber receiver. Um, the Robert Sauber situation. Uh, Coach Robert Sauber, owner of the Phoenix Suns, it was suspended for a year. Find ten million dollars uh, for comments, not only comments but just workplace behavior, like exposing himself to male male employees, sexual, you know, just just all types of just. It did all the things, all the all things. the things, yeah, all the things. Everything you can't do at work, he did. Yeah, he did uh, racial everything. All like, he, covered, he covered just, all uh, the boxes. Everything you can think of, he did. So the NBA, I thought the NBA went uh, went. NFL like on him, um, not going all out because, truthfully, there was the only difference between what he did versus Donald Sterling is there was no video or audio, right? Yep. Um, to be honest with you, and also this and this is the big one. Let me read you some quotes from 2014 when Sterling when the shit came out with Sterling. Here's the late Kobe Bryant. I couldn't. This, this is on Donald Sterling. I couldn't play for him. LeBron James, there's no room for Donald Sterling in our league. There's just no room for him. Magic Johnson, I feel sorry for my friends, coach Doc Rivers and Chris Paul, that they have to work for a man that feels about that feels that way about African Americans. So there was outrage from major players, iconic players that got Sterling's ass up out of there. There was no outrage from the players this time in regards to Sarver, and that is the thing that probably saved him from being out the team and plus being out the team and plus I, I this is a different time now that was eight years ago but again those two things no video no audio and also no player uh like no play no player backlash so if you're wondering what 
why Sarver is, you know, still owns the team. Those are the two biggest reasons why he still owns the team. Uh, what were your thoughts on the situation? Yeah, I mean, like, like uh, it was just like, wow, this is awful. And, like, how do you – how can you be a boss and do these things? <laughs> like, how, how can this – be a thing that happens in this progressive league that the supposed progressive league that is the NBA. And so um, I think that uh, there is more to be written and talked about on this story because um, I don't understand how you can just laugh this off or just be like, you know, well, you got the da da da, I got that consequence. And so now we're. We're moving on. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I, I just think there's a lot of conversation and dialogue that needs to be spoken on this one. That's yet to be spoken, right? Like, there's just a lot that well, there's, there, there, so there, there was an investigation that included 320 people, 80,000 documents, okay? Yeah, no, right. it's, it's, it's all the things. Here, here's what so. I think happened. This is why I said, this is why I said the NFL, the, the NBA went NFL. I don't think that the NBA wanted to go all in, go all out in terms of getting Robert Sarver out of there because I don't think, I think that they did not want this hanging over their heads going into the season uh, and throughout the season. And I believe fully, based on just how Sarver, his persona that, and just the kind of power that these owners have in general, these these owners are more powerful than, than they've ever been in all sports, okay? That he's not going quiet it's that good night. So now we're talking no, about... No, 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 absolutely We're not. talking about, we're talking about months and maybe years of litigation. Absolutely. And this is a story that you know, well, again, this is like a black cloud over the NBA for the NBA season. The NBA season they, the NBA wants you talking about Chris, not Chris Paul. NBA wants you talking about Jai Morant, LeBron, Giannis, Giannis, the new free agent signings, the Kevin Durant. They, that's what the NBA wants. The NBA does not want. The NBA does not do these type headlines. That's that's why this story basically was almost sat on for like a year in terms of when this popped off versus when when this not so much comes out, but when this all yeah. when this yeah. all the suspension. So the NBA doesn't. They, that's not what they want. They they are as image conscious as and anyone. And the story conveniently drops during week one of the NFL. Oh, the NFL right, exactly. No, no. That that was yeah. very, that was very yeah. That that was yeah. That was orchestrated. Pretty like yes. That, that they they knew what they were doing from that standpoint. That 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 was absolutely by design. No question about it. So the NBA and plus you know the NBA. I don't know if you heard. The NBA is already they they're going to do this in season soccer like tournament. So they, the NBA. They just want you to worry about basketball, period. That's it. <laughs> That's all the NBA wants you to worry about, or concern yourself about trades, on-the-court stuff, young players. It's a, it's a stars league. It's a players league, what have you. Uh, again, the players didn't want them to get up out of there. A lot, you got, it's a different world than it was 2014. A lot of these players are friends with these owners, period. A lot of these, they, 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 they're partying with the Michael Rubens. They're partying with these guys. That don't, and Robert Sarver, yeah, he had he had some friends on that team in terms of players. They're not maybe not friends, but in terms of like business partners, and there's a lot of you know tech stuff going on. So it's 
the money, the, the money carries weight. That's that type of shit carries weight. That's all it is. Too. It is quite simply like, like uh, Sterling, all the isms, but he wasn't liked. No, I liked no, no. Sterling, this guy, all the isms, but he's a well liked race. Yes, yes. Well liked, And let's let's be honest about Sterling. At that point, you're talking about 30, 40 years of racism and putting tenants and you know tenants and all that shit. They, no, they, were, they were ready put it was they were ready to put Sterling out the past. He was he was obviously horrible, kind of like Weinberg is obviously horrible in every single way. Right. Um which then makes them an easy target, and then you're absolutely right. It becomes a little bit more complicated to just just put the hammer down and take the absolute high road when this guy is not only um invested in um what the Suns organization is all about, his, his own personal best interest, but also um, mixes in with a lot of high-profile celebrities and players, yep. and there, there is, there, there's not uh, the same animosity nope. towards, towards him because he's friendly, he knows how to be friendly with, with you know, it's, it's it, it you know, it all goes back to do the right thing, Spike Lee's story, right? right. Like, how do you love Michael Jordan and hate black and be racist against black people? It's, it's, it's that same. The people that he's hanging out with and messing around with, he doesn't consider um, in that, in that, in, uh, he doesn't consider as like what he's calling everybody else, like all the different issues, all different things. So he's just, he's just a laughable, I'm laughable, likable uh, uh, bigot. But um, a bigot, nonetheless. Yes. No. No question. I mean, no two ways about it. Um, yeah. So, not the yeah, end of it'll, the- it'll be interesting to see if this actually, if people actually like care about like how people are treated, or is it who's the person who's treated people badly? I, I think, and you could so you could speak to this. Is just just is just. We we see it in real life all the time. Yeah, the, the popularity, how you treat people, how people perceive you, it it just is it, it it can't. It goes a long way. Like if someone fucks with you, then you have more leeway to do bad shit per se, for lack of a better phrase. Like if some like the rope the rope will be a little longer versus if you if you're viewed upon as being a piece of shit. That's just all there is to it. Like that that likability goes it just carries weight like you know what i'm saying and and again to, to the earlier point the the money aspect of this you know we need we live in a society materialistic chasing the bag that's just how like this dude obviously had a lot of friends has a lot of friends in terms of that he's helped make rich as well from a standpoint you know what i'm saying like he can he can, clearly has that has that going for him from that uh from that standpoint and you know these players in the NBA more to, and more so than any time in the history of the NBA are businessmen. They are these guys. You don't see a lot. These guys are not to their credit. You don't see these guys are not going broke. They're not making bad. They are making these guys even though even the non superstars. These guys are having business. Are they having thriving businesses? They having investments. They, they that's that's how they move. That's how they're moving. So they're not. They they're gonna choose. They I, I would call term I would use they are you know convenient 
capitalists. <laughs> like they not, they're, they're only gonna go so far with protesting or stuff like that. It, as long as it don't affect their bag. <laughs> that's the problem. That's the bottom line. So they're going. They're not going. They're not going to go so far with the the revolutionary and that type of stuff. They're not going to do. There's no Kaepernick's in the NBA. Okay, put it to you that way. Yeah, this is not. This is not. Got some dudes that's doing some great things. LeBron doing some great things. Number of guys do charities and give back to communities. I'm not taking away from that, but they're only going to go so far with pushing human rights and women's rights and things of that. Things of that nature. It's only. If, if it starts affecting that bag, then it's like, eh, eh, he's not that bad of a guy. So, you know, this story is not done, and we'll we'll see how it plays out. Mr. Sapp, week one is in the books. Yes, sir. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to tomorrow night's game, though. That'll be a very interesting. That's, that's an epic one. That's a that's that's a that's a great it's, that's a great game, man. It's a great game. Uh, with the Chargers, they they've had some battles in the last couple of years. The Chargers have no fear of Kansas City Chiefs. They really they they're, they're not scared of them at all. They have no fear of them. Uh, so that that'll be a fun game to watch. Um, not too many big time matchups in Week Two. Um, to be honest with you, yeah, which is fine. This is fine. It's Week Two. It's fine. Everybody's it's trying fine. to get their feet their yep. feet on the ground and stack wins. That yeah. that's what you're looking for. As a fan, you just want your team to stack wins early. Uh, another team I'll, be, I'll put on before I let you go be on the concern list. I'm very concerned, very concerned about the Tennessee Titans. Very, very. Like you lose a home game to the Giants, like nah, like that's that is that's not good. That team that that's not good at all. Now again, you know, you know, Indianapolis had the had the tie, whatever, whatever. But the Titans did that, 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 you know, good for St. Clark Barkley being able to stay on the field. But that, that, that. Locked down in Indianapolis. That tie, that wasn't good. Luck. That wasn't, no, that was horrible too. You should not, no, that, no, you can't, yeah, no, that, that was bad. To Houston, no, that's, that's bad. That, that's not, no, you can't tie to Houston. Like I said, Houston's one of the worst teams in the league. You can't tie to Houston. So we'll see what transpires in week two, Mr. Sapp. I will see you next time. All right, sir. Appreciate you. Have a great week. All right, you too. That's going to wrap it up for this latest edition of the Real Deal Podcast. As always, this podcast is sponsored by All Calculated Measures. Shout out to my man, Adrian. Uh, shout out to Adrian and, and his gear, and a lot of his gear, hats and stuff. He has new stuff coming up. Uh, Adrian McDonald, new hats and things of that nature coming up, uh, producing all the time but with stuff. So you can catch, you can go to his website, to his Instagram, at uh, at AMC Lifestyle, and again, you can always subscribe to my YouTube channel uh, right here, www.youtube.com slash C slash Real Deal Podcast. This podcast will be up early tomorrow morning. Have a great, great rest of your evening and weekend week as well. I will see you next time.